0: Hey guys, it's Sabine here, your host. Hey guys, this is your co-host, Santos here. And welcome to Brain Seeds. Welcome back to another episode of Brain Seeds, a show where we talk about current events, our social environment, and any situations we might have faced. And we now have our Instagram up. It's called BrainXSeeds. X Seeds. So please do give us that follow I'll put it in the description also. And we greatly appreciate all those who are supporting us and giving us feedback. And this week we have one of our close friends as the guest.
1: Yeah.
2: Hey guys, um, my name is Turun Um I went to the same school as Sabina Santosh. I graduated last year. And now I am basically at Texas A&M studying biology. I'm on the pre-med track right now. So yeah, that's just basically like a brief introduction.
1: All
0: right. we're glad to have you here. I know you have a lot of stuff to say.
2: <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's it's nice to be here. I, I listened to a couple of your few episodes, and you guys definitely talk about like some very applicable stuff that I think that mm-hmm. a lot of people can relate to. So you guys are definitely doing a good job here. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. So today's topic it's the topic of the moment, I guess you could say. Uh, you know, it's about the competition that exists in FISD or in any high school environment really uh, and the toxicity that comes along with it. So we just have a couple questions on that. Um, I'll go with the first question. Who do you think has a bigger role in cultivating the type of mindset when it comes to this competition, parents or students? What do you think?
2: I think when we first created this environment, a lot of it had to do with the parents, you okay. know, because parents most of us uh most of the parents here they immigrated from like india or like another asian country where competition there's so high because the population is so large you Mm -hmm. know and the standard of living is like pretty low so like people who wanted to escape that they had to the only way they could do that is through education right which is why nowadays in these countries like china and india you see like such huge amounts of competition you know because everyone is just trying to leave you know, and then that's how we have like these brain drains in these cities. Like basically they're just exporting workers at this point, you know, so this competitive environment, I would say that it was the parents who cultivated it because they basically instilled those values in their kids. And I mean, obviously for good reason, you know, like education is very important. You should definitely care about your education and it'll open a, it'll open doors to a lot of great things down the future. You know, But recently, I would put more of the blame on the students, you know? Because I Mm -hmm. feel like a lot of them took what their parents told them and they kind of misinterpreted it, you know? Like a lot of parents told them to like focus on education, make sure sure you try your best in all your classes and everything. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think students nowadays take it a little bit too far. And instead of being competitive, they're being anti-competitive in a way. And what I mean by this is like, Instead of focusing on themselves and trying to get above the others, above others by like working on themselves, working on their craft, they're trying to get above by putting other students down, you know? And that's what's created this super toxic environment where kids are literally willing to do anything for rank or GPA or SAT scores or anything like that, you know? And like, I'm pretty sure a lot of us can point out like a person in our life where like they had like their own excel sheet of all the uh ranks of everyone in their class <laughs> yes. you know? i've definitely
0: heard about that yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly
2: too. exactly you definitely heard about that or like in first D when graded was such a big thing like that app on your phone where you yep, can, like yep. check hack you know like i knew people who would literally be like hey can i check my hack on your phone but then they would just yeah. look at the other person's grades yeah, yeah, yeah. on yeah. their phone you know like it was just like stupid stuff like that where it's like competitions become so big that like people are really willing to do that kind of stuff. And,
0: and the fact that graded had like a paid version where you can get yeah, more information.
2: Exactly, yeah, exactly. That just shows you like education shouldn't be a business, you know, it should be open to everyone, but people are yeah. making it this business. Mm-hmm. And I remember this one story where like I was working on a project with one of my friends in 10th grade. Right. And, um, Me and him, like, we both were, like, super competitive. We both were, like, very similar rank and everything, you know? And so I was just like, yo, can I check my hack real quick? Because, like, nowadays everyone has a phone. But, like, when I was in, like, ninth grade, I didn't have a phone or anything like that, you know? So I was just like, yo, can I just check on your computer real quick my grades? And he said, yeah, sure. So then I checked. And then, like, a few weeks later, my brother goes to his house to work with his brother to complete an assignment. And then my brother's like, same thing. Can I check my grades? And then he sees that, like, he had my hack information saved, you know, like when Google says, like, can you you want to save this password yeah. and stuff like that. Okay. He had that stuff saved. So it looks like he was referring to my grades, like, all the time in 10th grade.
1: That's insane. That's, that's insane. Actually, like, that's psychotic that's like, in a way.
2: That, that's what I'm saying. Like, people are that addicted to this kind of wow. stuff, you know? And I'm that. only, ta- and I've only talked about rank and GPA. Like, SAT and ACT are even worse, you know? Like literally kids live at KD nowadays because their parents want them to, you know, they take like two or three practice tests per week or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then if they get a bad score, like they either throw away the score report or like they just hide it from their parents and they don't want to show them, you know? So like, we're just cultivating this environment where it's not healthy for students mental well-being. you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that we definitely need to start changing that.
0: Yeah, definitely. My sister just, Uh, finished ninth grade right and she just always asked my parents to put her in kd and right now she's doing online kd and like Like, yeah she talks about it like every day she's like oh we did this we did that i have to get the good score and i'm like okay you don't have to stress about it that much no you have time
1: another thing that uh parents do is i i heard another story it was like my friend some other person like they call my friend's mom and they ask about like other kids' ranks and GPs, like people that they exactly. know were smart. And they have like two, three hour conversations about other kids like academics. And it's just like why do like people put so much time into like kids like academics and it's just like comparing kids over long phone calls and like it's just a headache for kids yeah, exactly. to put in like yeah. They're like putting the ring, right? Right after mm-hmm. they enter high school. I don't think there's anything wrong. With parents
2: asking, stu- like other students, like, hey, how are you doing in school? I hope you're doing good, you know? Yeah. But when, like, before students, when parents themselves have, like, the top 10 of the class memorized and whatnot, you know? And, like, <laughs> that, yeah. They're, and they're going around asking parents, like, oh, do you know if uh, this kid got a full ride to, this school do you know of this kid where this kid is going to school like why are you gossiping over other people's kids you
1: know yeah like do you have nothing better to do in life exactly years old geez yeah
2: exactly exactly and i just Yeah. exactly and the worst thing too is a lot of times they do it in front of the kids you know like Yeah. yeah like they would be talking about like schools and stuff and like we're like come on like mom dad stop talking about this and you're like no no no, there's nothing wrong like it's we're just talking about studies you know like it's so sad
0: it really affects some people like kids and yeah i don't think parents realize that
2: yeah exactly yeah like i i'll share like my story so like a lot of you guys who may know me like you guys remember me for like being like rank one at lone star or getting like a 36 on my act and whatnot and like while i had like all the achievements academically right. i would definitely say like mentally I was at a tough place in high school
1: okay. because
2: there was just that pressure to maintain your grades and mm-hmm. everything. You know? And I definitely think that it wasn't it was unhealthy at all. And Lone Star is one of the lesser competitive schools in Frisco ISD. You know?
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Like no, if you does. go to like places like Centennial or Independence, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's yeah, super competitive in those areas yeah. compared to Lone Star. Because I think a good thing that Lone Star has is like Lone Star and Wakeland and like just these schools that are near Little Elm. I think one good thing that they have is that they have a lot of diversity, you know? Right. They have a lot of diversity. They understand like there has to be a balance in everything, you know, whereas like these schools like Centennial, Independence, Liberty, were to like next to Plano, and there's like a large cohort of like a lot of Indians or Asians, like exactly. in Richwoods yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. or Richwoods, that's so yeah, mm-hmm. Richwoods, exactly. Like it's just mini India at that point, you know? Yeah, and it's, it's yeah. exactly it's just a bunch of Indians, and you just have way too much competition there. So right. it's not good for your mental at all. If I and Lone Star was already having like mental problems, you know, like I wouldn't say mm-hmm. like they were severe. Like, I didn't have, like, depression or anything like that. Yeah. I would definitely say I had a lot of anxiety, you know? Right. To meet
0: expectations or?
2: Not to meet my parents' expectations, to meet my own expectations. Right, right, okay, okay. Because I kept thinking about, okay, other people see me as a smart guy, so I have to maintain this, like, Mm -hmm. image. But in reality, it doesn't really matter, you know? Right. And I think a big reason for that is that we just cultivated this super competitive environment. Yeah. No. Now that I'm in college, like one benefit with college is that they don't have like this rank concept or whatever. Right. Right. It's just like you just try to get the best GPA you can get. Yeah. You know. So I think like definitely now my well being is much better in college because it's just like whatever is best for me. You know.
0: That's that's good to hear.
2: Yeah. There was just so
0: much talk about like rank and everything in high school. Yeah. Exactly. It was so overwhelming.
2: Yeah. Literally, the worst time I would argue. Is like the week when ranks came out. Oh That was boy. Like literally what everyone yeah, would talk yeah. about. You know, yeah. and there would be some people who would be unwilling to share their rank. You know? Yeah, yeah. But exactly. Part of it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They don't want to share their rank, but then through process of elimination, because you know so many other people's rank, you can automatically guess what their rank is. Right. Right. You know,
0: especially if it's like the top ten or whatever.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, oh, if there's yeah. a kid in the top ten who doesn't want to share. It's like, oh, we know nine other kids in the top ten. <laughs> you must be in the top ten. Yeah, you know? like, yeah, It's just, it's just disgusting to think about. And I definitely hope that, like, we can continue to raise awareness right. about this. Mm-hmm. You know, because by no means am I saying don't be competitive. I think competition mm-hmm. is very important because it brings out the best in students. Okay. This excessively competitive environment is not good mm-hmm. at the same time. No. Yeah. I was going
0: to ask that. So do, what do you think are the benefits, if any, that comes out of this competition? Like,
1: yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. I think competition, like if you look at the economy, for example, you know, okay, like competition is like the lifeblood of capitalism and the economy, you know, right. and competition is what allows like businesses to put out their best product, you know, mm-hmm. and just these all like fair competitive practices. But when you start doing unfair competitive practices like monopolies or like trusts and stuff like that, that immediately is not good for business, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think you can kind of apply that analogy here where it's like competition is good in education because it makes students work hard to be the best person that they can be. For sure. But when you start yeah. bringing about these anti-comparative practices where uh-huh. you're putting other students down or like you're cheating with other students to make sure that you're the best, I think okay. that just... That just overall negatively impacts education yeah you know? and it's not just in academics I think it's also like in extracurriculars and everything it's good to have competition extracurriculars you know like the host of competitions BPA competitions those are all good right but it's when people in extracurriculars start comparing with each other you know they start like trying to sabotage each other's projects
1: projects or something like that that's oh, when man. you know it gets bad yeah, yeah. yeah I feel like the American school system really doesn't cultivate like uh you know like you know like ideas and like own ideas and stuff like that I feel like they basically mold students into like uh into different professions and they don't let us think like freely you know they put us in high school they make us you know compete right out the gate and they have like set classes and I just feel like I feel like the school system has a lot to blame in this tech- toxic competition competition just yeah, because would- of how like Set in a way. I would actually argue the
2: opposite. Um, I think that the school systems here, if you compare them to like India or China, like for example, like give me give you a little bit of context like in India and China, they don't care about extracurriculars. It's just one exam. If you do good on that one exam, you go to college. If not, yeah like that for example, that would be like here, the SAT is what dictates your future. There's no concept okay. of extracurriculars or anything like that. I think yeah. the good thing with the school system here Is that they promote well rounded students. You know, they give a wide variety of classes. They recommend students to be engaged in extracurriculars, the admissions process, they look at everything instead of just your academics. That's true. I think while the American system has those facilities in place, the issue really lies in with the mentality of the students. They're not taking advantage of it. You know? That's true too. For sure. And that's why, like, for example, I don't think a lot of people took classes at the CTE, even though they offer it so much, you know, like there's yeah. so many great higher level classes, like mm-hmm. business law, or, um, you know, like we always joke about classes like dollars and cents or whatever. But like, if you look mm-hmm. about that, they're very applicable classes. Yeah. Instead, students are more, students are more willing to take classes like pre-AP art or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, we're like, even if a lot like, of people took wild,
0: pre-AP art just for the credit.
2: Yeah. yeah, exactly. There's nothing wrong with pre-AP art. It's the fact that you don't care about it. You're just doing it for the sake of your GPA.
0: Yes. You know. Like, yeah, let me we...
2: give you an example of my own. Like, I would have loved to take like health science two, health science three, all those classes at the CTE center, you know? Uh-huh. But because of competition and everything, I didn't. Because like, I'm like, oh no, these are 5.0 classes. Like, I can't be taking that. So instead I took classes like ISM and whatnot, you know? Right. But I would have loved to have that experience from the CTE courses, you know? And mm-hmm. I feel like Frisco ISD does a great job of having these courses in place. It's the blame of the students. Uh, we have to blame the students for not taking advantage of
1: them. You know? yeah. Yeah, that's true too. I agree. When you, when you compare it to like uh, Asian-style schools, I, I agree with what you're saying. It's just like they, they give the opportunities, but at the same time with the rank and competition, it's just like kind of off, like offsets it. So it really depends on where you want to make, for example, like I was never, you know, rank obsessed. I never really, I, I cared about like, you know, obviously being smart and like having a decent Yeah, for sure. But I wasn't like some of the other people in my grade that like, like, you know, like were toxic about it. So what I did, I took dollars and cents actually. I took classes that interested me, just like one or two. And I actually really loved it. And I, and I love CT. the campus is beautiful. There. And I feel like I actually encourage a lot of like incoming freshmen if they ask me, I told them, like, yeah, like, sure, your GPA will, like, go down just a bit to 5.0. But I feel like in high school, you should explore and, like, you know, really find what you love. And so, yeah, like, that's my personal experience with class. Yeah.
0: yeah. Class um, CTS, like, so I've been to school in India, right? And when comparing that to here, like, what Tarun said, uh. They definitely offer you so much more here, right? Because in India, it's just all like one thing. You memorize whatever it's written on the blackboard and then you write it on the exam, you're done with, right? Some people might not even know what they learned after the exam. But I think there's a lot, of more, lot more opportunities here. But since they're, especially here in Frisco, Plano, there's a huge Indian population. So I think that mindset is low-key being recreated here. I exactly. think that's that's the biggest thing, yeah
2: exactly and that point that santos just brought up where um you know you take classes that you enjoy you know yeah now is, like high school is the perfect time because once you're in college yeah you still have time to like decide what you want to do but you don't have that luxury of like where it's like stress-free you know like in high school it's stress-free there aren't many ramifications right you know it's like yeah. <clears throat> oh if you get like one bad grade here it's like it's not gonna like be that bad of an impact compared to like college where it's like, if you get one bad grade, it'll really impact your GPA and it's the GPA that you sent to like job applications or graduate schools, you know? Uh-huh. And um, recently I had this one post on Instagram. Uh, make sure you guys follow me. It's Taryn uh, But basically I talked about this excessive competition, right? And a lot of people were agreeing with what I said. But one thing that I saw was a lot of people would comment saying like, yeah, this is true. This is hundred percent true. But then they would immediately DM me saying, I'm a pre med, what classes should I take in high school? And I'm just like, Did you not? <laughs> did Wait, you- what? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh my like, god. Like, did you not read the post? <laughs> like I was exactly telling you, like, there's no such thing as what classes should I take in pre med. Just take what classes you enjoy, you know? And then these kids all of a sudden just come up to me like, "Oh man, like I feel like I'm behind. Do you know what classes I should take? Or like, do you know what APs would be pretty good for my GPA?" I'm like, I I genuinely think you didn't read what I just said. And you just liked it because other people were like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just find that to be such a big issue. You know, like recently, um, obviously we've all graduated, but recently um, there was like that whole thing with like the AP classes and whatever. Like you have to take the AP classes in person. And then like all the on-level classes were online and oh my God, like all the Indian parents, like they were literally like cursing FISD. Like you're, you're jeopardizing my child's like health for like a class. Like you can't offer that class online. But the biggest issue I had with this is we are in the middle of a pandemic. Like, do you think FISD really had like some backup plan? They're just doing it as they go, you know? Yeah. yeah. you You have to cut them a little bit of slack. You can't just always think about yourself. Think about, now that all the AP classes are online, how many teachers they have to like coordinate with online and everything, you know, but you're just too worried about, oh no, my, my son needs their AP class online. My daughter needs this AP class online. Like it's just so stupid. And if you think about it, I talked about this in that post, but I said, if you really want that AP class, you can teach it to yourself, you know, like for yeah. example, like in senior year, my schedule did not have any space for me to take physics C. You know, okay. physics, the me- uh, mechanics, and E&M. But yep. I basically just self-studied the class. I went to Mr. Colley's class, uh, Mr. Colley's tutorials whenever I could at Lone Star. And uh-huh. I still got a five on both exams. You know, it's just all about that So you didn't take the
0: class, but you took the exam?
2: I didn't take the class, but I took the exam. And okay. I still got a five on both exams because there's so much content available for you. Khan Academy yeah, makes a bunch of sure. free videos for AP classes. If you look at other channels like Bozeman Science or Crash Course, yeah those have, they have all these different resources you can use, you know, right. but people don't think about that. they're just like, oh man, can you think like if all the kids go to school and take those AP classes and our child is at home taking on-level classes, their GPA is gonna tank that's the yeah. logic. They don't want to say yeah. it, but that's the logic. yeah, you know and just the main issue I have with all this is. The people who were complaining that classes aren't being offered and I can't self-study at home are almost always the same people who later complain saying, "Oh man, this teacher didn't teach me enough in class. I had to basically teach myself and everything. That's why I had a low. Uh, that's why I got a low AP <laughs> exam score." You know, so it's like yeah, you yeah. just never want to put the blame or the initiative on yourself. You're always trying to put it on someone else. True. That's that's just a part of this competitive environment that we've created. Yeah, yeah,
0: I think that kind of relieves pressure for them because they kind of convince themselves that it's not on them and it's on someone
1: exactly. else. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So you can really go both ways. But yeah, okay. like you said, self-studying is a, is a must. Actually
0: in, in, okay, so especially to, to, to conclude everything, what changes do you think can be made realistically?
2: That's definitely a good question. Um, one thing that I myself have personally been doing is i've been putting out resources for other students to use so right now i'm working on this initiative called the student perspective and basically this is basically an organization that i created where um, we will offer as many resources as we can for free like we'll have essay writing workshops common app workshops um ap exam tutorials about like what resources are best and whatnot because there's so many resources available that it can be overwhelming to students. So I basically just want to create this organization where we summarize everything for them. We do all the research ourselves and we share it to these students in like the DFW area, you know? And the number one thing is I want to make all these resources free because we have companies like Princeton and Kaplan or KD, for example, you know, like they charge Mm -hmm. like thousands of dollars for this information. And by charging money, you're automatically creating this myth that education is a competition that you basically need to pay your way to get the resources needed. Right. Right. Or in reality, education just should be something that you enjoy, you know? And I think these resources should be free because they dictate your future, you know? So are you basically putting a price tag on people's future because by having them pay for like SAT courses or having them pay for essay reading workshops, like you're basically saying, okay, whoever has the deepest pockets, they have a better chance of succeeding because they have all these resources.
0: That's something you know, to think about. Yeah. Yeah. it Shows the corruptness. Uh, I, I see this Princeton review ad all the time where it's like, you pay this amount and you're guaranteed 1400, something and like
2: yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> and if you don't get it, you can read it yourself. Exactly. And as a, as a pre-med student, I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate to this. We always see that as like uh, the Princeton review where it's like, it's not about how much you do. It's like, like, or whatever. It's like that really annoying dude. It's like the longest five seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, how much does the MCAT matter? It's like, wh- wh- and then I'm like, okay, this seems interesting. And then like, oh, 5,000 for the course. I'm like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> like, obviously, like we're fortunate enough to be in a situation where we can afford that if we want to, you know, but there's a lot mm-hmm. of people yeah. who can't. And it really puts them in a negative situation. Right. And so that's why I want to do my best to just basically get as many students as I can, see if they could offer their perspective. Like right now, Mm -hmm. I have like 10, 12 people who are willing to write blogs for us. And basically in these these blogs, they'll talk about their experiences in high school, what they did to uh, get a good SAT score, whatnot, you know, what they did to get into this elite school. And it's basically just going to be free. Everything is going to be free. We're going to give as much resources as we can. Um, we'll start our podcast soon where we also talk about these kind of things that you guys are doing. And then okay. it, it would definitely be nice if you guys could also be on that podcast. Yeah, us, yeah, sure. You know, yeah, for sure. Man. And, there. Yeah. and then YouTube videos, this Instagram posts. like we just want to erase awareness. And we want mm-hmm. to reassure people that this isn't a race. We're here to help you. you know? Okay. So that's what yeah. I've been doing on my own part. But on like a large scale, I just don't know what we can do to change this competitive mindset because I'm pretty sure as a lot of us can relate, like Indian parents are pretty stubborn, you know, it's pretty hard hard to tell them now all of a sudden like, Oh, you don't, you're stressing too much about education. You know, like if you tell them that like it's done, you know, like (laughs) like, you're not going down.
0: I was thinking uh, one of the uh, biggest things we can do is not pass on that competitive mindset to our children. Exactly. Exactly.
2: Exactly. That's where it starts. You don't pass on that comparative mindset to your children and to the students right now. Let's see if we can change their perspective.
1: Yeah, like yeah. the incoming uh, eighth, eighth graders, seventh
2: graders. Yeah, exactly. So that's exactly why tired. I. Yeah. That's exactly why I created the student perspective. You know, like for students who are already in high school or college and are already going through this comparative atmosphere. Uh huh. Let us help you change this perspective. Okay.
1: I respect that. That's really good that you. That's doing
0: actually that. really good to hear.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Best
0: yeah. of luck on all of that. We're always well, here to help sir. if
1: you need it. Always have our support. And, for this. Yeah. yeah, and We've all been uh, affected in different ways by yeah uh, this topic. So, you know.
0: but mm-hmm. thank you for coming on, man. Okay,
1: and thank you, thank you, for thank
2: you
0: very me. much, uh, guys. Please go check out uh, Tarun's Instagram Tarun, at Tarun Santum, uh, and he has a great post on there detailing all of the stuff he said. Yeah, and also follow us. Uh, on our Instagrams. It's in the description. It'll be there. And uh, until next time, Brain Seeds out.